Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Leviticus 16, Law of Atonement. Now the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they had approached the presence of the Lord and died. The Lord said to Moses, Tell your brother Aaron that he shall not enter at any time into the holy place inside the veil before the mercy seat, which is on the ark, or he will die. For I will appear in the cloud over the mercy seat. Aaron shall enter the holy place with this, with a bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen tunic and the linen undergarments shall be next to his body. And he shall be girded with the linen sash and attired with the linen turban. These are holy garments. Then he shall bathe his body in water and put them on. He shall take from the congregation of the sons of Israel two male goats for a sin offering and the one ram for a burnt offering. Then Aaron shall offer the bull for the sin offering, which is for himself, that he may make atonement for himself and for his household. He shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord, and the other lot for the scapegoat. Then Aaron shall offer the goat on the on which the lot for the Lord fell and make it a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot for the scapegoat fell shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement upon it, to send it into the wilderness as a scapegoat. Then Aaron shall offer the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself, and for his household, and he shall slaughter the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself. He shall take a firepan full of coals of fire from upon the altar before the Lord, and the two handfuls of finely ground sweet incense, and bring it inside the veil. 
He shall put the incense on the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of incense may cover the mercy seat that is on the ark of the testimony. Otherwise, he will die. Moreover, he shall take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger on the mercy seat on the east side. Also in front of the mercy seat, he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Then he shall slaughter the goat of the sin offering, which is for the people, and bring its blood inside the veil, and do with its blood as he did with the blood of the bull, and sprinkle it on the mercy seat and in front of the mercy seat. He shall make atonement for the holy place because of the impurities of the sons of Israel and because of their transgressions in regard to all their sins. And thus he shall do for the tent of meeting which abides with them in the midst of their impurities. When he goes in to make atonement in the holy place, no one shall be in the tent of meeting until he comes out, that he may make atonement for himself and for his household and for all the assembly of Israel. Then he shall go out to the altar that is before the Lord and make atonement for it, and shall take some of the blood of the bull and the blood of the goat and put it in the horns of the altar on all sides. With his finger he shall sprinkle some of the blood on it seven times and cleanse it, and from the impurities of the sons of Israel consecrate it. When he finishes atoning for the holy place and for the tent of meeting and the altar, he shall offer the live goat. Then Aaron shall lay both of his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all the iniquities of the sons of Israel and all their transgressions in regard to all their sins. And he shall lay them on the head of the goat and send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a man who stands in readiness. The goat shall bear on itself all the iniquities to a solitary, solitary land, and he shall release the goat in the wilderness. Then Aaron shall come into the tent of meeting and take off the linen garments which he put on when he went into the holy place and shall leave them there. He shall bathe his body with water in a holy place and put on his clothes and come forth and offer his burnt offering and the burnt offering of the people and make atonement for himself and for the people. Then he shall offer up in the smoke the fat of the sin offering on the altar. The one who released the goat as a scapegoat shall wash his clothes and bathe his body with water. Then afterward he shall come into the camp. But the bull of the sin offering and the goat of the sin offering, whose blood was brought in to make atonement in the holy place, shall be taken outside the camp. And they shall burn their hides, their flesh, and their refuse in the fire. Then the one who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his body with water. Then afterward he shall come into the camp. An Annual Atonement this shall be a permanent statute for you. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall humble your souls and do not do any work, whether the native or the alien who sojourns among you. For it is on this day that atonement shall be made for you to cleanse you. You will be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It is to be a Sabbath of solemn rest for you that you may humble your souls. It is a permanent statute. So the priest who is anointed and ordained to serve as priest in his father's place shall make atonement. He shall thus put on the linen garments, the holy garments, and make atonement for the holy sanctuary. And he shall make atonement for the tent of meeting and for the altar. He shall also make atonement for the priests and for all the people of the assembly. Now you shall make have this as a permanent statute to make atonement for the sons of Israel for all their sins once every year. And just as the Lord had commanded Moses, so he did. The uh, 
traditions that God established here and said that this should never end and you should do this forever as a permanent statute. Um, that is, this is one of the high holidays that the Jews still celebrate today and the Christians um, after Constantine de-Judaized Christianity, he got rid of the God-ordained holidays to replace it with uh, their own holiday, their their own holidays that they wanted to celebrate, um, celebrating God as man wants to, rather than the way God asked to. But um, this Day of Atonement is actually known as Yom Kippur, and that is celebrate. It's one of the fall holidays, and um, it, it falls typically somewhere around September ish, and um, it comes right after the Rosh Hashanah, which is, it's the, um, the Feast of Trumpets. And just getting a glimpse as to the actual traditions and the way that this was established in God's uh, Torah, the way that it was established and the way that it's been practiced forever should shed some light on why maybe you need to dig a little bit deeper and, and decide for yourself. You know, ask the Holy Spirit. Um, should I continue practicing the way that man said they wanted to? Or should I maybe look a little bit deeper into the way that God asked us to? Um, and But either way, <clears throat> everything that God established, there's very few of them that are you have to. Here is one. You have to accept Jesus Christ. You have to repent of your sins to Jesus if you want to go to heaven. That is a have to. But the uh, many of the other parameters that God set forth as statutes and ordinances and testimonies in his word that he said, just be sure to keep those as best you can and be diligent to do so. Those are get to's, not have to's. You, you get the privilege of celebrating Sabbath. You get the privilege of, um, you know, honoring these holidays the way God asked you to. You get the privilege of being a blessing for other people through tithes and offerings. And But you have to get to heaven through Jesus Christ. So, <clears throat> anyways, with Yom Kippur, um, following the... The Feast of Trumpets. The Feast of Trumpets is really, it's its a warning. It's the blast of trumpets every single day telling you, you need to clean up your life. You need to get ready. It's really what it is. It's a big warning blast of get, pre be prepared, get ready. Because it, they're saying the Lord God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, he is leaving his throne to come and meet with us in our place of business, in our home, in our fields. It's him coming to us. And so we have to get ourselves cleaned up and ready, just like you would of anybody of high honor were coming to dinner at your house you would clean your house. You would make the best meal you possibly could. Your your top menu item that you could make, or maybe you would make their favorite if you did some research. 
but you would be very intentional on every single thing that you're doing. So that's what the Feast of Trumpets is, is it's a get ready kind of moment. Be prepared, clean up your life. But then the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, that is the one day that the church as a whole is cleaner than any other day. Because on that day, it is a spiritual new year or a spiritual re uh, reestablishing a new spiritual time because uh, the, for the Day of Atonement, you bring all of those sins. Now, you can do that any time, but this tradition is you bring those sins and you, you, you bring that and you lay it all down for the Lord. And you, um, it says that you bathe yourself. The tradition that they have is a baptism. And they do a baptism in a washing of the hands and the feet. But this is the one time to where every single year, everyone should be focused on this one thing. And it's the holiest of holy days. You're, you're supposed to fast on this day. You're supposed to not work on this day. It is not just a Sabbath. It is a high Sabbath. So think of this. Jesus returns on the feast of, or it says that Jesus returns on the blast of trumpets. And when Jesus comes, he comes as our bridegroom and we're his bride. And we are supposed to be a bride unblemished. Well, what day of the year do we practice that every single year other than Yom Kippur? You might want to dig deeper into that. But Father, thank you that you've given us a plan, you've shown us a way, and you've also given us these convocations, these these sacred holidays that we can practice. We can be rehearsing as we're supposed to do every single year, getting ready for the time that it is for real. And we're so happy and looking forward to Jesus' return. And thank you that, Jesus, you you come to just cleanse the, the world and give us a new heaven and a new earth. Thank you for all of these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.